You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Jesus is faithful and just to forgive. Jesus is faithful and just to forgive is the title of this devotion. Right here in 1 John chapter 1, it says in verse 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive, the title of this devotion to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And today, I want to focus with you upon the faithfulness of the Lord. And yes, like I said yesterday from Hebrews 3, the Lord wants that spirit of faithfulness, of His faith. He's the author of faith, Hebrews 12, verse 2, to dwell in our hearts that we live by the faith of the Son of God, Galatians 2.20. And so he wants that faithfulness of his spirit to constantly give us that conscious reminder. That's the Holy Spirit reminding you, like Jesus said there in in what is it, chapter 15 or 14, verse 26 of John, where he says the Holy Spirit will remind you of all things. When you have that Holy Spirit reminder, no, I know Jesus. I know Jesus. I know Jesus. You see, it draws you, that spirit of faith, to his throne of grace. It's the Father, John 6, 45, drawing you, 6, 44, drawing you to his son, Jesus, where you just come to the feet of the cross, as it says, and you come to that fountain that never runs dry, that God has opened up for forgiveness and cleanness, Zechariah 13, verse 1. You come to that place in the Lord and you can mourn there if need be and weep if need be because you become aware of the filthiness of your flesh and the uncleanness of your spirit or the meanness and the cruelness. And folks, that actually is such an important experience and a schooling the school of remorse, the school of mourning and repenting is so exceedingly important to work deeply within you so Satan can never get a grip on you by twisting your thoughts that God doesn't love you anymore and he's not there for you anymore when he has demonstrated his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly, gave his life for sinners and even for those who are enemies, it says in Romans 5. No, my dear friends, it is so important that that lives so deeply within you because of what you've gone through in your life that you immediately go there if you're confronted with the with, with the failings of the human nature because we can have them. And what I find so sad is that the devil is so cruel to blind people whom he has trapped into the snare of sin that they don't bow their hearts in deep remorse to come to the Lord. And therefore, our ministry is so vital. It says in Galatians 6 verse 1, let those who are spiritually mature uh, Show kindness and grace to those who are caught in sin. 
not not those who will who who came crying for 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 because they made a mistake no that people you call them it says if a man is overtaken in any trespass you are spiritually restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness considering you lest yourself also be tempted bearing one another's burden and so fulfilling the law of Christ that there is so a love of Christ compelling you in mercy for people that are caught in the sin that immediately by meeting you they are introduced to this spirit of mourning uh, of bewailing their failings instead of somehow justifying them or somehow being so deceived that they're willing to continue in them knowing it's wrong oh friends it says here draw near James 4 verse 8 to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves, in other words, in the sight of the Lord and he, he will lift you up. You see, this is the, the, the wonder of his faithfulness that Jesus embraces you in the pain of his cross. He embraces you that the death he died, he died once and for us all, Romans 6 verse 10. And that because he died once and for all, we reckon all have died with him. Therefore, we live no longer to please ourselves. 2 Corinthians 5, 14, 15. Friends, he embraces you into that mourning and that lamenting it's an important experience. Oh, I can remember some of my mourning and my lamenting. But I'm so grateful that I was immediately by that spirit of faithfulness of Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, led to that place where there's grace and where there's mercy and where there is redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins. And the power of sin was broken over me. And the grip of Satan who twisted and, and deceived me and caused me to stumble was broken. And my own deceitful heart was transformed and changed by the spirit of life in Christ. But that is a journey sometimes. And the reason it is a journey is because it's kind of like an onion repentance. You, you, you strip away one layer and there's another layer and you strip away that layer and there's another layer and it takes some time to get to the core of the onion. And that not without tears, if you understand the, 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 the acronym here. And here we have one of the lamenting psalms in the scripture that I find beautiful and we sing it as the deer pants for the father so my soul longs after you. Well that comes here from Psalm 42 and I'll read to you quickly out of the living Bible to, to also for time's sake. As the deer pants for the water so I long for you O God. I thirst for God for the living God. Where can I find him to come and stand before him day and night I weep for his help and all the while my enemies Taunt me, where is this God of yours? They scoff. Take courage, my soul. Do you remember those times? But how could you ever forget them when you led a great procession to the temple on festival days, singing with joy, praising the Lord? Why then would you be cast down? Why be discouraged and said, Hope in God, I shall yet praise him. Yes, I shall again praise him for his help. Yes, 
I am standing here depressed and gloomy, but I will meditate on your kindness. This is the lovely, to this lovely land where the Jordan River flows and where Mount Harmon and Mount Mizar stand. All your waves and billows have gone over me, Lord's floods of sorrow pour upon me like thundering cataracts. Yet day by day the Lord also pours out his steadfast love upon me and through the night I sing his song and pray to God who gives me life. Oh God, my rock, I cry. Why have you forsaken me? Why must I suffer these attacks from mine enemies? They taunt Their taunts pierce me like fatal wounds. Again and again they scoff. Where is this God of yours? Oh, my soul, don't be discouraged. Don't be upset. Expect God to act, for I know that I shall again have plenty of reason to praise him for all that he will do. He is my help. He is my God. What's the real point of the journey, friends? What is the point? is that you may know that you know that you know in the weakest, in the most feeblest, in the most sorrowing, in the most excruciating pains that go to the core of the deepest part of your nature. You may know what Job knew. The Lord's my Redeemer. The Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation, as David says in Psalm 27. I should be dead. I should be dead. But his mercies fail not. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. We should have been consumed. It says it there in Lamentations 3. We should have been consumed. But the Lord's mercies fail not. They're new every morning. Therefore we have hope. You see that needs to be the deepest part of of your core of your being. That's why the journey is so important to discover within yourself that the Lord is faithful and just to forgive. That the devil could push you to the uttermost. He could beat you into a greasy spot by his cruel ways. And yet that greasy spot says, I know my Redeemer lives. I know Jesus, my Savior. Jesus, Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for paying the price for me. Thank you for shedding your blood for me. Thank you that you are faithful and true to forgive me. I trust you, Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Christ. I believe in the price you paid, that it is sufficient for me, Lord. I know what I did was wrong. I know what I thought was wrong. I know what I said was wrong. And I accept that, Lord, that I have sinned. But there is forgiveness with God, so that you might be feared. Psalm 130, I will worship you, Lord. I will worship you. Let me just close with with David's famous Psalm 32, which is so wonderful. What happiness for those whose guilt has been forgiven. What joy when sin is covered over. What relief for those who've confessed their sins and God has cleared their record. However, there was a time when I wouldn't admit what a sinner I was and my dishonesty made me miserable and filled my days with frustration. All day, all night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water on a sunny day until I finally admitted all my sins to you and you and stopped trying to hide them. And I said to myself, okay, 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 I will confess to the Lord. 
and you forgave me and now all my guilt is gone. Now I say that each believer should confess his sins to God when he's aware of them while there's time to be forgiven so judgment will not be able to touch him if he does. Oh, what a place it is to have embraced the sweet saving Jesus Christ who is faithful and that you know to the core of your being, I am what I am by the grace of God and this grace. Is Jesus my God and Savior? Amen. Have a good day.